I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. Welcome to Reading Aloud, a podcast where Adam and I get curious about meaningful and not so meaningful topics. Meanwhile, giving you insight into what we talk about, why we talk about it, and how we talk about it. Be on the lookout for a new release of this podcast every other Thursday. All right. Favorite physical quality about me. Top two. Um, your smile and your legs. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) See, beautiful smile. And we're like kind of sitting here with our legs crossed. It's awesome. Okay. Ask me the same question. All right. Favorite physical quality about me. Go. Your legs. (laughs) Um, and I was going to say your eyes, but then you said smile and that's a good one, but it's your eyes. Okay. Legs, legs and eyes, legs and smiles. So we like each other's legs. That's you, awesome. I could fight with you. I mean, your legs that lead into your butt, too, is pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> mo- moving on, because now I'm blushing. Um, <clears throat> I like your butt. Oh, great. Great. I think we dislike each other in general. <laughs> That's true. Um, so we, so it's been, it was Mother's Day. It's Father's Day today. It's been um, my birthday. Your dad's birthday's coming up. My dad's birthday's coming up. It's my good. mom's birthday. Yeah, that's right. Your mom's birthday. Yeah. yeah. Lots of family. They're, your parents' 40th anniversary. My parents' 42nd anniversary. Yeah. So we've been thinking a lot about family. No, 42nd. I mm-hmm. wrote three on the card. Oh. Yeah, and I messed it up. Adam just signaled to me. He's like, three, 43rd? But no, no, no. Um, that was my mistake. <clears throat> and so, yeah, we've just been thinking a lot about family. And so we uh, probably three or four weeks ago recorded them. Uh, we had the opportunity to see them both in the same weekend. and we re- Them as in our parents. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Just parents. And we recorded them and we asked them similar questions about us. And I think, you know, we're, we've been thinking. So in spending so much time with them, it gives us an opportunity to reflect on our current relationships. But that always brings up like, what is the relationship been like before? You know, we think about what we who we are and how they shaped us and then whether or not, you know, like, what is nature and nurture? What do you, what were some of the things that you felt surprised about when we listened? So we're going to play you segments of what we recorded because it's so important to, well, to, to one, give voice to the people who raised you, uh, to give them space. But I also think for those who know us and for those who are getting to know us through the podcast, it's just going to be interesting to hear them, to hear their voices, to hear what they think about us, to hear just these pieces. And then to imagine in your own family, like, what did you take from your family? I, we, we think about this often, I think as, a, as, as people, we think about it often, like, well, I do want to be like this, um, or I am like this, or I don't want to be like that. But I, you know, I think it's interesting to listen to us talk about it and then yeah. to hear them. Yeah. I, and I also think like, you know, when we're in, when, when our relationship is either in health or it's in conflict, oftentimes, whether internally or externally, we will relate interactions that we have during those periods back to kind of family. For example, like if I get 
um, if, if I'm taking too long to process something, right, that's often related back to my dad or the way I was raised, right? If you, if you are like too quick and continually are interrupting me, you'll relate that back to your father, Mm -hmm. you know, or if we're in like good and our relationships just clicking, we're like, oh, isn't it so great that like, uh, at least for us, we feel really blessed that like both our parents are still together and love each other after 40 plus years of marriage, you know? So it's just like... The, the, those interactions, I think, are just really interesting how they play out. Right. And I think for you, you know, when I think about how loyal your parents are to one another, I mean, mine are too, but, you know, your yours have been through a lot. And and when I think about how, how, how your dad is just so there for your mom, I think about how that reflects in you. Mm-hmm. And then I think about, you know, just like the creativity. And, you know, I think I got a lot of good wisdom that got passed down from my grandparents to my parents around finances and how to deal with money. So, you know, it's just like when, when that's, those are some of those things in health that feel like we've been gifted from them. So yeah. grateful for it. Yeah. I mean, families, they just, they shape you. We had um, a statement when we were getting married and, you know, part of it was like bringing along those who made us and shaped us. And, and family is just like, it's just so important. And so I'm, I am really excited to kind of share this with our podcast community and um, just share our parents talking. I decide no, I don't think it's the most exciting <laughs> two interviews that you're going to hear. I, um, I think my parents one is pretty funny. Oh, you're, yeah. It's, they're, but, they're, it's they're just, it's like it's about us. You it's, know, it's, it's just about us. Exactly. It's about us. It's not about, it's not about anything else. It's a, it's an opportunity for, to learn a little bit more about us where we came through from them. through them yeah right and i think we asked some really well, interesting questions i think it's i think I, I think then i have a couple more questions before we share what we or really something i want to disclose and then something else is like you know what when we were listening to them it was an interesting opportunity to hear what they thought about like my parents about me and your parents about you. And so, you know, you'll hear this in their interviews, but both of them said that they were really, that we turned out better than, than they could have imagined. Nothing, nothing expected, but just like, you know, did you think we turned out as good as you expected? And both of our parents were like, but better, like better. And it also really was sweet to hear my parents kind of describe what it is that I do and the impact that I have on the world based on the work and the, and the, the, my passions and the way that I contribute and just really hear them, you know, say like, like, and really describe what I do and get it. Mm -hmm. And not that I ever thought that they didn't, but you know, that feeling of wanting them to be proud or to understand you or, you know, I'm doing things different. Right. Right. And to hear that kind of like, yeah, because we, you know, do we actually have these conversations with our parents um, enough? And I think that, you know, part of this podcast for me has been an opportunity for us to actually process and have conversations that it's just creating space for that, that we might not have had. And so I, what I glean from this too is I have found it very valuable to have those type of conversations, like, how do you see me today? You know, asking my parents those questions. And it was a less painful process than I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really comforting. 
So I want to disclose something. It kind of more relates back to what we were talking about earlier about loyalty. And I, and I, I secretly give gratitude to your dad mm-hmm. for setting the example that he set, mm-hmm. because I think that it provides me reassurance that even when I'm at my worst or should something happen to me that would be really hard on us mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't show up in the same way that I do now, that I believe that you would stay with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, for those listening, what Muddy Soul is referencing is um, when I was, let's see, I want to say 14, 13, 14, somewhere around there. Um my mom had a major stroke, um, and I'm sure there are, there are folks out there who know somebody or um, have someone in their family who's experienced a, a stroke, and um, it can be uh, some people have them, and they get to the hospital quickly, and they can kind of recover from them generally, and, um, and this was one where... Uh, uh, yeah, she was she was essentially alone when she did have it, and and so it was a, a long time before she was able to get to the hospital, and it had some pretty pretty devastating effects on on her body and the way that she could move, um, and, and yeah, and her mind as well, and and kind of caused some depression, uh, several years of depression, and so you know that that has been such a big influence on my life. Um, and, you know, how I kind of viewed my mom, um, and that, how that kind of just influenced me, um, because, you know, she was really my idol growing up and I really wanted to be like her. And then it was hard as a 13 year old to kind of watch your idol suffering so much and, and flipping that caretaker, uh, caregiver role, um, throughout my high school years. And so, but what you're talking about is, my father's ability throughout then, and that was, I think, 1998 or nine, um, to have the, the steadfastness to be by her side for the past, you know, nearly 20 years, um, since that happened, um, and just just be there the entire and to time. Watch him just love her dearly, and to watch him just love her dearly through throughout that. Um, that whole, you know, these years of kind of like ups and downs and, and just a roller coaster of, uh, just broadly speaking, a health and physical kind of disability journey um, that that has been the case. And so do you think that that has like a big impact on your loyalty, your sense of loyalty? Or do you think that that's something inherent in you? Your relationship. I think that's an interesting question. I've never really thought about it as a sense of loyalty, you know, of like how my dad influenced me as a sense of loyalty. I've thought a lot about it, how my mom's uh, stroke and then subsequent physical disabilities and depression have had an impact on me as a person um, and how I interact with the world. But the influence that my father gave through that specific situation. I haven't thought a ton about that. I, I would think that there, it, it has certainly had a positive influence having that model, um, in my life. And yeah, um, I, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I think that's a great question. Something I'm going to have to like think a little bit more about. Is there anything about my, 
relationship that my parents have that you feel like has shaped me in our relationship? You know, one thing that I I see from your parents that I see in you is just a, you know an ability to kind of have it like savor life. That's what I'm trying to say. Like like just get the goodness out of life. Like you, like all of your family, like all of you, you just know how to have a good time and you know how to appreciate what you have been given. And and really you're all very positive people, even though you have, you know, like you have some very, uh, I don't know how, what the right word is. Like like you get kind of moody, irritated. Yeah. You get all, you, you know, you get moody, irritated or you're, you know, you tend to be a little bit alarmist, you know, like, Oh no, things aren't going to work out. Like, you know, so it's less about like positive for the record. <laughs> for the record, I am much calmer than that, but I do like to get alarmed about other things. I just like a little bit of drama. A little bit of drama, a little bit of dramas, you know. But I but that's I think that actually out. plays into I think that it actually plays into like your that 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 ability to like experience life to the fullest. You know? Like you you experience food, culture, music, like dance like you're you're down for it all like you're really open and that's it heck we were just talking about in the last friends podcast last podcast about how i wanted to be like hang around and essentially be associated with people be friends with people who excuse me who like experienced life to the fullest and and your family really does that and your parents really do that Mm -hmm. and i see that in you too you know like you really want to to have fun like you know it's 9 30 mm-hmm. at night and it's quickly approaching our bedtime and if this recording goes well i guarantee you're gonna be like let's go get some ice cream <laughs> <laughs> no idea what what like <laughs> Oh, it's true. <laughs> I know. It's totally true. It's totally true. But that's something I really, really admire. I really admire. And I get like hyped up and excited. Yeah. Because I, I feel like yeah. there was, you know, there was, there was that sense in my family too, where we, you know, we experienced a lot of different things, but it, sometimes it felt a little conditional, you know, like it was these things that this is how we had fun, mm-hmm. you know, like we we were open to new experiences but somewhat living in a rural environment limited the the variety of experiences that we could have in terms of social interaction well, let me just interject but, it's it's a, it's about thoughtfulness like the, yeah. your like the the design of it all is like a uh, is like watching a flower bloom it can take time <laughs> <laughs> And it, and, and, it, and it is a perennial. <laughs> we are planting bulbs in the fall. <laughs> no, no, but... I don't know if that was the correct use of perennial, by the way. Probably, Some gardeners probably, probably like, what? what? No, I, what, what you mean is, is it really takes its time. <laughs> it, it, no, it's like really, yeah, I mean, it's like, but, but it's so beautiful in the... Pro- I mean, the process is so beautiful, but yeah, it takes time. It's slow and it's really designed. I mean, everything has a lot of intention behind it, whereas my family would just be quicker to jump. 
And she's like, boop, let's go here. Boop, let's go here. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, so anyways, we're getting ready to share some of the pieces. There was... That was good, something. though. I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel like we actually worked something out between us. I appreciate the question and the prompt that you asked there. Well, and I don't want to end on a bad note, but I am a little bit like, you know, I wanted to know, you know, the thing that, that I feel like you got out of you know, my family and I got from yours that's like doesn't work in our relationship. I mean, we have very different styles of communicating. We've yeah. been talking about that all weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a, been a topic of communication. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then I think with my – I'll just answer for myself. You can answer for yourself versus yeah. the other way around. But I think for me, my family, you know, there's like a – it's like really – it hypes – that hype can – it's like a lot of like activity to get to the bottom of something. So we tend to kind of – ramp up like this little bit of intensity before we settle out with an answer. It does. It's not as, it's not smooth. It's very much like can be a real high and a real low. And, you know, I think, I think my dad even says that if we get to that part, if we end up sharing that part of the recording of like fighting when I was little. And so I bring that kind of like, we have to go up to come down kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't believe in that. I don't believe that that's necessary. I don't believe in that as a good way of dealing. I think it's just like a big burst of adrenaline for the Mm -hmm. sake of adrenaline, really. Mm -hmm. And then it helps, you know, like we're up here and we're going to know what it feels like when we're settled. But that kind of serenity is an acquired taste, that smooth, just like, let's just deal with this the way that you're like, let's just keep the course. And I'm like, no, I need to, you know, storm off or do something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, that that, Mm -hmm. it's just not necessary to amp up like that. Yeah. That that range, like that range of emotions. I mean, it's very Puerto Rican of us, but it's not, it's just not, it's not necessary. It's Mm -hmm. just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate you having the courage to share that. You know, I think for me, the, the quality is this, um, is this kind of, uh, thing that, that my family tends to do, which is the avoidance, you know, the kind of like holding on and, and, and avoiding actually, which is funny because it's very different than, than you. I mean, you were not in a negative way, but you're like straight to the point. Right. And, and I was taught like, like, you know, roundabout, come around, you know, survey the whole scene and maybe like slip in the back door. And that's just an analogy for like, it's very avoiding about getting to how you actually feel or what you're actually feeling about a situation. Or when somebody asks you, it's kind of like this constant walking on thin ice, you know, and it's done in a way because you're, it's, it's non-confrontational and you want everybody to kind of remain happy. That's kind of the thing. But it's it doesn't actually cultivate like deep connection and trust over a long period of time. And that's not that my family doesn't have deep connection and trust. Of course we do. We're family. We know each other. We love each other deeply, right? But there is this kind of like everybody has to adjust certain ways in order to interact with each other because or understand the map or understand the map of like oh this is how I do this in this situation as to not upset that person and that has always been done that way so those those lines on the map if you will are deeply grooved 
And so if, if we can break out of that, you know, then you can just actually have a real relationship and conversation and voice where you're at. But that's not, it's hard to interact like that um, in my family. And that kind of, it comes back to avoidance. I'm kind of rambling here, but it really comes back to no, an I avoidance to of. Hear, I think it's helpful to hear what you mean by that. And mm-hmm. Avoidance looks different for everybody. And in my case, with my directness, it's really, it really is about like, coming in hot too hot mm-hmm. so there's a there's a balance i think you're right there's we can have honesty and openness i mean even as i'm saying this and i've said this for years it's really it's really a problem i even as i'm saying this i'm like ugh, sounds boring not your way but to even do it in the middle like to even mm-hmm. compromise and be somewhere in the middle i mean there's something really addictive about the hype and the fire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're both yeah and there's probably. something for me really peaceful about like being able to kind of like meet you know how i would put it in positive way like meet somebody where they're at and you know like work with them Usher to like them, have yeah. have a conversation you know um but you're right it is it is and it's a constant balance and and honestly like i actually appreciate that about our relationship in the sense that we do have these kind of it's 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 pretty extreme mm-hmm. like the polars mm-hmm. of how we interact and communicate mm-hmm. and so i actually really appreciate that and i think one thing that we need to get can get better at is like identifying the conversation or the situation that we're talking about and what let's just call it because this podcast is about families, but what family dynamic can we really draw on there? Like this conversation requires some like directness, right? And this is one where we can kind of take a little bit more time at. And like, because... Do you feel, and we've got to wrap it up, but yeah. do you feel like you can do the... Do you feel like you come to my side more often than I go to your side? Because um, I have like a oof, mental block. This is getting good. We're going to have to, yeah. Um, here's what I think is... I think that I don't necessarily come to your side in the sense of I become more direct, more. I think I do occasionally, but not necessarily more than you say, take your, have some patience with me. I think that's, I don't know, maybe about equal, you know, but I don't, I don't have a strong sense of the, the percentages there. What I do think is that generally we tend towards like, your way of communicating a little more. So I don't necessarily go there, but I I exist within that, that space. That was my question. I don't think you go there either. I don't think you get more direct. In fact, when you do, I usually tell you to calm down. <laughs> but I do. You're think like, we, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't understand how you're being right now. You're you're getting mad, yeah, and you never too get intense. mad. No, too no, intense. no. I no. I just tell you to calm down. You're too intense. The the. I think you're right, though. I that was my guess too. Is that we go to my way of communicating? It's pretty demanding. Yeah, and 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 my way is very passive. Oh, I just so can't. you know. I just can't, um, and I won't. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. And so, how do I remain strong in my passivity? Passivity. passivity. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> new word. <laughs> new word. All right. So we're gonna, uh, like we said, we're gonna play. Well, play some clips. Yeah, we're gonna of, play some clips. Yeah, we're gonna play. I think some we're gonna cli- play some clips. It's gonna be a little bit longer. Yeah, it's gonna be a little okay. longer podcast. Bear with us. These are awesome interviews. You're gonna learn a lot about us, and um, you'll enjoy hearing uh, from our parents. So kisses, um, love kisses. y'all. Bye. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're sitting here with Marisol's parents, Mary and Alberto, their dog, Suki, who's making, nestling in with the pillows, and Charles are on the floor, and Adam. I'm here. 
You're here. Yeah. Hello. Hey. <laughs> um, great start, y'all. So we're going to, um, we have a question for you. Okay. Yeah. How did you imagine that I would turn out? Um, well, I imagined that you would be creative and that you would be confident and sure of yourself. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine you were going to turn out great because we were just going to use, uh, we would, we use positive influence and positive encouragement and knew you could do great. And what, um, what kind of positive influence? You're great. You can do it. We were there for you. We supported you. We went to the all of the school. Uh, uh, what is the Father's Day thing? The, the you know, like 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 bring your father, bring your, no, father like bring your the PTAs and be the Father's Day thing. The PTAs. That's <laughs> awesome. Just, just to be supportive, and that school was so important. So I know that I encouraged uh, creativity. We we wanted you to uh, get your studies done. Uh, you were read to a lot when you were little, and uh, of course your grandparents too read. I'm talking about reading. reading. reading well, was, I read her in in Spanish books. Yeah, reading was and really English important. books. Creativity uh, was really important. Did you, and, did you feel like? Um, did you feel like the things that you encourage, so you've talked about like encouraging a lot or pushing, do you feel like those things made Marisol the woman she is today? And do you feel like there were things that you encouraged her on that you wouldn't have necessarily encouraged her on back then? But she was an individual, so whatever direction, we weren't going to tell her what to be. Uh -huh. Whatever direction she went, we supported. Uh -huh. and, but we believe in, in education. So her work, per se, she would get everything she needs. All she needed to do was to study and do her business and, you know, study and get <laughs> good grades. And we're, only Wait, you we're, only, how you're we're only laughing because Suki also does That's her business. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> well, one thing that I felt like I really contribute. And exposure to I really culture and yeah. give her all the opportunities. Absolutely. But mm -hmm. one thing I really felt like I contributed a great deal was I really wanted her, uh, her to have, I wanted Marisol to have experiences that were diverse and um, uh, at a young age took her to uh, a uh, an elderly home where she did nails and went and spoke with the, and I think that that to me, that was a uh, a part of giving back. We we always felt like there was a balance, you know, for and her grandparents. And her grandparents uh, had a lot giving to back. do with that. Well, it's funny because somebody asked me today, "Did you always know, or how did you decide to get a degree in social work or to become a social worker?" Which I consider myself, I don't consider myself that much of a social worker now, <clears throat> but you know, that's my degree and that's my education and. They asked me that, and I said, well, you know, at a young age, I was encouraged to spend time um, in nursing homes. And yeah. that was, I mean, I probably have told you that before, but that was super. Well, well one thing I would say is that I would disagree a little bit because the social work that you're doing now is in, in a different way. It's still social because we're social beings and we want to present ourselves in, a, in a, an amazing way. 
and and be confident and be yeah. s- secure of ourselves, and that's all part of being. But so it's good. always been about service and uplifting and helping others. Right. So you got that from your pater- uh, maternal grandparents. Mm-hmm. Him being a pastor, she's being uh, and our faith life too. And our faith important. life was all important. Um, do you think that overall you all did a good job? Well, I would say you're doing pretty good. (laughs) Well, I would say I don't know. How do you feel? (laughs) We absolutely gave you all we could. All the things we could and the tools. But at the same time, we were brand new parents, so we made a lot of mistakes too, and that is all part of it too. So we didn't know. All of a sudden, there was a third individual in our. We had married and enjoy each other, my wife and I, for seven years before we decided to have a child. So we were a bit selfish about our social life. Mm-hmm. And then a child, we were ready, a child came, and uh, after seven years of marriage, and all of a sudden you come out of the hospital and there's a third member in the car that don't fit in the car seat <laughs> and terrified the driver. <laughs> Holding her, we get in an accident or something. Did but you the, hold me on the way home from the hospital? Your mother did. I was driving. <laughs> well, because you in the like front a, seat or back seat? In the front. No. No. You sat in the back seat because you were yeah. because I looked like what? Well, you didn't you look fit. Like an, you were you mangled. Look like an, you an, were aunt, just, an aunt in this You know, we're just a little mangled. <laughs> <laughs> a little termite sitting there. Yeah. But I but. You know, uh, I was also very pleased at the time in 84 to be, you know, when like natural childbirth, I breastfed, uh, made your baby food for many months, you know. So I felt like, you know, you had a good, good, healthy start. But I did want to come back and circle back to one thing is that, you know, we gave you the basis of uh, faith life and, uh, you know, diversity and creativity and openness is what I hoped we gave you and um, giving back. But you amazed us. (laughs) The ratings are going to go up if you start crying. Amazing girl, amazing woman. So pleased. Plus, you know, you got it really. But we made a lot, made a lot of mistakes too. So that's the way it goes. So don't be shy to reach it. What was what was one? What was one mistake other than carrying her on the way home? Oh, we would argue. uh, Sitting on the hood of the car. uh, Husband and wife arguments or disagreements. we didn't. We didn't always communicate well in the uh, beginning. Might not uh, listen well. Yeah. Uh, I, I authoritarian was, at sometimes. You know, yeah. this is the way it goes. Period. You that know, was your it's side. no mercy. <laughs> that, was your side. that was my side, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I came from another way of learning that you did. Right. Right. Um, and you know, we we. Uh, <laughs> One thing is that I I wasn't super excited about handing my baby off to uh, someone oh, else. Oh yeah, that was or, real hard for and, us. And I yeah. felt like there might have been some, uh, some you know time candy to, yeah. or ways. Yeah, handing a that child over to, that was in tough. the eighties. But we had to work. And, uh, it was, was, um, yeah, that you felt like it wasn't good for other people. 
Well, no, I mean, no, I wasn't you're, good you're to send actually you. taking your child to for eight hours to somebody you don't even know that they're going to do the right thing. But I had, you know, I mean, we had definitely some some issues with that. Yeah. You know, it, you can you can't know uh, for sure. Well, what, what, what it sounds on. pretty normal. Normal yeah. stuff. I got yeah. one. I got one more question. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just real quick. What? How do you feel like you're still parenting Marisol um, as she's you know now in her mid thirties? How do you feel like you're, you're the only way that I'll let them? <laughs> yeah. If I ever let them, right. I agree. <laughs> we give her unconditional love. So uh, she knows that we're there for her. She knows that we're there because, you know, sometimes she don't want to get our advice without requesting it. And you're yeah, tempted as a parent. Unsolicited advice. <laughs> yeah, unsolicited well, advice. Well, and the fun thing and is. And that is just you got to hold back real. Right. But the fun thing is, is seeing some of the seeds that were, I mean, some of the things that I did that she's now doing in a, in a you know, more elaborate or different way. You're talking about the fashion? fashion well, her unique and, way. And, uh, <clears throat> things like that were, were, uh, Part of it, so mm-hmm. I know that she can always ask me. About yeah, it. and and I don't hold back. That people know that I call you and consult, and I'm like, what season are they? <laughs> Help me yeah. to pick the thing, and you, yeah. you know, yeah. But one thing I've got to say for sure is that we went through a lot of like, uh, well, what we call a lot of loser mates, and um, uh, we're so happy to have Adam, and our family is. A mate. I mean, so well yoked. Sorry, exes, if you're listening. <laughs> no, I mean there were some good ones. I'm not saying they were all bad, but and uh, they they were just. I just always felt. I like didn't like any. I wanted her to. I wanted her I to only be like equally, Adam. equally yoked, and I, I was so and, happy for Adam. And Adam, I I felt I feel like they're. You know, not perfect in any way. But and I would tell yeah. these people things, you know, this voice thing. I would say, well, I will follow you to the end of the earth if something happened. <laughs> and don't be doing this, don't be doing... So romantic. Uh, very bad, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I'm glad that your faith life has continued. I think yeah. that's a positive. And, well, life and is consists of uh, mental, spiritual, and f- uh, mental, physical, and spiritual, physical, mental, and spiritual is a balances that you need in life to be full. Well, we I, believe. S- I will say, as we close up, I'll say in general that the ways that you all continue to parent are there's just, you know, I do feel like I have, I think in addition to having some life experience, I have just kind of this old soul thing going on. And I think that, you know, there's just, I really genuinely run up against some moments of like real confusion, you know, because I have these avenues for how to deal with things that I don't understand. And I think that they're just kind of healthy processes. And I get that life isn't always straightforward. But there's like some real big areas. And I, I know which one of you to call. Um, you know, dad, sometimes I'll call around like obsessive thinking or I can't worry or something like that. And mom, I'll call when I just need like the soft listening ear and just to hear me and to be able to express myself and have kind of that, the soft sadness or of course with fashion and then dad with design. So things like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, and a million other ways, but thanks y'all. Mm-hmm. Thanks for yeah. taking You're welcome. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. 
All right, so we are here with my parents, um, Dal Macon and Marion Collette. We are in my uh, the house that I grew up in in Emlyn, Kentucky, and uh, we're sitting here at the kitchen table where I have many pleasant and uh, amazing memories. So looking out at um, our beautiful land here in eastern Kentucky. So hey, mom and dad, welcome. Hi there. All right. So, um, let's see. I think, uh, I think the first question that really comes to mind, which, um, we also spoke with Mighty Soul's parents about was, um, how did, did I turn out the way that you expected me to turn out? Who goes first? Either of you, just whatever comes to mind. I guess um, for me, I'm not sure that I was overloaded with an expectation of how you would turn out. You know, uh, raising you um, was a matter of the time we were where you were at that time. And uh, um, I was not dominated by, my my thought was, was not dominated by wanting you to become something. Rather, it was wanting uh, you to have experiences that were of the moment um, that had been maybe important to me, seemed to be important to you, a mixture of things on that. Will you share what a couple of those experiences were? Well, um, Adam seemed to like being outside. He enjoyed reading a lot. Um, we read it at uh, bedtime and other times during the day. I think you were more an active person than somebody that would sit passively and read. You wanted to be up and doing things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what did how did you expect that he would turn out or did he turn out the way that you expected him to? Better than I expected him to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have to say more about yeah, that. Yeah, tell tell us more about that. No, I'm trying to think I I'm trying to nail down what I actually expected. Or maybe it wasn't maybe expected is the wrong word that we're getting hung, hung up on here. Mm -hmm. What about you certainly had thoughts. I'm, I'm, I'm predicting that you had thoughts about what I would be like as I was growing up, right? You have to, you have to think about like, oh, where he is he going? What is he going to be doing, right? You, you have to. I, I would presume that you have to have those thoughts about your child. So I'm asking, you know, based on those thoughts, how have I? What was that? Where you thought I was going, or differently, or something like that? We liked how uh, to repeat what Mom just said here, Marion. Uh, that uh, you were very active, and that was good. Um, and, and I, you know, just the uh, uh, just that is significant to me. I do feel that you were. Um, uh, I felt good about the variety of things you were doing. You uh, liked to help me. I always remember going down on the field and uh, helping me cut down the poison ivy off of the trees. 
Um, what fun. <laughs> that was great. That was great. We were working to give a good, healthy woods, and uh, uh, we were doing that young, and, and you were enjoying uh, the sports, uh, all of the different kinds of sports. Well, mainly baseball. Mainly baseball, but... Um, uh, and uh, you were latching on to uh, playing a musical instrument. And, you know, everything that I was wanting to expose you to, at least, that I thought was a healthy exposure, you were enjoying. You mm -hmm. know, so I didn't, I wasn't really seeing, I'm not, you know. What were you going to say earlier, Marion? Well, you were not a, um, you were not a hard kid. In terms of, like, giving us a lot of trouble or anything. Not even when he was a teenager? He had some problem spots as a teenager. Yes. Well, I only remember that one when we were gone someplace for a weekend and found out he had had his friends here and were, had a big drinking party. <laughs> no, really? Never heard <laughs> yeah. that story. Yeah, let's hear that story from y'all's perspective. Dale, <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. <laughs> well, I was the one that came home. Yeah. And everybody was conked out. <laughs> and the liquor under the cabinet wasn't there anymore. <laughs> How old was he? Uh, he was he was not a senior, but he was a sophomore or a junior. What, maybe? 16, 17? I was going to say 15. Yeah, 15, 15, 16. 15, mm -hmm. 16. And... Um, I think it was maybe at the end of the school year. School was still on, but it was at the end. And and I had been, and so gone. But I came back a little early, and there I find this. And uh, and it didn't scare me particularly, but I did say it as a direction that was no good. Uh, the one event didn't scare me, but the direction scared me. And um, so I, you know, and I could go on about what I did, but I gave it attention. I gave it attention. <laughs> well, what'd you do? Spank? Well, that could, that could be a long story for you, and I don't know if you want me to jab on here. In short, what I did is um, Adam was to stay at home, and I proceeded to go around to talk with the parents of every boy that was here. Oh, and emphasized to them that we had been out of town. We were very disappointed that that happened. It was nothing that we had allowed and to let them know exactly what had happened so their information wouldn't come from rumors or whatever their son. So ethical. Them. You're so ethical. And so I put them in touch firsthand and uh, emphasized that their son had done nothing terrible. You know, there was no... But on the other hand, that had happened, and we were against it, and we would do what we could to prevent it from happening in the future. So what's another question that we... What do you all think was... Like, how do you all think that you've shaped him into the person? I mean, Dal, you talked a little bit about the exposure to things. But Mary, and I also think that when I hear Adam tell stories, he talks a lot about seeing you as a real... Um, inspiration and role model for him. So how do you think you've shaped him into the person he is? Well, I think maybe I had an influence in terms of my church going. I went regularly every Sunday and took the kids for years. I used to joke that I had raised two kids Catholic and I wound up with one Baptist and one Buddhist. <laughs> 
what what about um what about because i know mom i um have you know i work in non-profit field yeah. right now and and some of my strongest memories as a kid were watching you work in non-profit and kind of like tag along how do yeah. you think that that influenced me well i hope i hope it did influence you because my non-profit work was very much a part of who i am i mean it's what brought me down here in the beginning mm-hmm. because i had done work with inner city women up in Milwaukee doing leadership development with inner city women trying to build up their own self-esteem and then get them community involved. And a friend down here, Sister Noel, said, you know, Marion, rural women need leadership development too. I want you to come down and work with women down here. So I didn't, never regretted it working with women and uh, trying to get women to be involved in their community was a big part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that hopefully that inspired you to, uh, you know, begin a career in nonprofit work and trying to change things mm-hmm. for the better in the world. Mm-hmm. Dal, what parts of your personality do you feel like shaped Adam into the person he is today? In, in answer to your question, Marty Soul, I think, uh, too, um, the environment is a big issue. At the time when he was very young, four, five, six, I was very involved in opposing a landfill being imported in here. I always remember, and I'm sure this is obviously a memory he would not have, but I was at an important meeting uh, where it was being discussed with the landfill operator and some other people. And because I was the one taking care on a daily basis of Adam at that time, um, Adam come with me and he fell asleep on my lap <laughs> during, uh, during that meeting. Um, so he was around me a lot during that time. Mm. I think that has been an influence in terms of specific interests that doesn't handle. How do you all feel like you still parent me now, now that I'm in my mid-30s? How are you still parenting me? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I wish it was video. <laughs> you the went facial every expressions under the sun just now. That Come on, what, what's awesome. going through your what's going through your mind, Bum? I, I don't even, I, it's hard for me to imagine parenting you. I mean, pretty much I look at you as an independent person and you made your life with Mary Soul and it's not really, I mean, not that it's not a part of us, but we don't, I don't think we directly try to influence you anymore. The only thing I would say that um, I feel towards uh, as a maybe a parental role is just to have an unconditional open door. I have one last question. Um, what's your favorite memory of parenting me? I, I can only speak for myself. Um, but I would say just the whole experience. I don't. 
you know, unlike your question where you'd like me to pick something out, I mean, there are so many. Is there one that comes to mind? It's okay if you have the whole thing, but is there... Let me say, I can, in my mind, uh, when you say, is there anything that comes to mind, I think of when you were delivered all the way to your different experiences in, um, at college. And I would say after college, that's when the ethic in myself started to see you as I no longer want to be a parent. Hmm. I think in college, I was most proud of how he managed the canoe rental, the camping, camping um, part of everything. Mm. He was just excellent on them, took responsibility in a strong way. How about you, Marion? What's your favorite memory if you've got one? I think him jumping off the cliffs into the river. Where was that? I know we were there with Will and uh, I think his mom. Yeah, we were visiting you in college and you took us down a path and mom could still walk. And uh, we went down the path to a uh, creek that had a couple of... The waterfall. The waterfall and... uh, In Woodfin. And so, um, you know, we took a couple jumps off cliffs. You did too. I don't think I did. He took me off that cliff. He did? Yeah. Well, we were supposed to jump together. One, two, three. And, and he, he went. You. No, he didn't push me. I've never, he, never pushed. The, the side note, never push somebody uh-huh. off of a jump. I don't care how high the jump mm-hmm. is. That is an absolute no. Or how many times you have done it. I mean, how many times you have done it is an absolute no. That no, it was a very Aladdin safety. moment. Like, do you trust me? And I said yes, and then I let him jump. <laughs> <laughs> and I stayed. <laughs> I jumped after. But, but I couldn't go with him. <laughs> All right, well... Uh, Mom, Dad, thank you all so much for chatting with us. And yesterday was your 40th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Mm. I am extremely proud to call you all parents. That's great. Thank you. And, um, yeah, appreciate it. Love you all lots. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and listening as we discuss what is meaningful and curious to us. And don't forget to rate, review, and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.